You're listening to the Food Freedom Podcast, hosted by me, Dylan Murphy, Registered Dietitian Nutritionist. Food Freedom Podcast explores the topics of intuitive eating, mindset, and body respect to help you create a lifestyle of lasting food freedom. We believe it's possible to feel confident in your food choices and connected to your body. And here on the Food Freedom Podcast, we will show you how. I'm the owner of Free Method Nutrition, a nutrition coaching practice helping women make peace with food, heal their relationship with their body, and create sustainable health habits. We welcome all foods over here, from kale salads to queso and everything in between. Let's dive in. To another episode of Food Freedom. I almost said welcome back to another episode of Free Method Nutrition. (laughs) This podcast is not called that. That's the name of my business, Dylan. Let's get with the program. Anyway, today we are going to talk about set point theory. And you may have heard this phrase. You may have seen it on Instagram or other places. But maybe you're also like, okay, I don't really know what that means. Well, I'm glad you're listening because we're about to dive into that. So set point theory. First, let's talk about some more research. If you've listened to this podcast for a while, you know I love referencing research. So long-term weight loss studies show us that participants on average gain back at least 30 to 40 percent of the weight they lost within the first year of a diet and then within two to five years they gain back all of the weight they've lost if not more and this isn't because of lack of willpower it's not because they didn't try hard enough it's not because oh maybe that diet didn't work for me I just need to do a different one no it's because diets fail Diets go against our body's internal regulation, and they cause our bodies to fight to try and maintain that. Because our body has this set point where it naturally settles. And so when we give up on dieting, we lean into our body's wisdom, and it's our body's own abilities. It's like what I talked about in the episode about intermittent fasting when I was talking about what it looks like to trust our body instead of trusting the diet. And so in beginning the journey towards intuitive eating and food freedom and leaving behind diets, that also means journeying towards trusting your body fully and letting go of the intentional pursuit of weight loss which I know that is so hard because of the culture we live in. We live in a culture that glorifies weight loss, makes it seem like the best thing you could do. We see people in Hollywood who have amazing success in their life that has nothing to do with weight loss, and then something happens where they lose all this weight, and all of a sudden that's all people want to talk about. Who cares if she's the best singer of the world did you see how much weight she lost no that's not what our conversation should be about and so it's also important to note that with intuitive eating with walking away from diets there's really three things that can happen to your weight you may lose weight you may gain weight or your weight may stay the same and it can also so maybe there's four things (laughs) It can also fluctuate where maybe you stay the same, you lose a little bit, you gain a little bit of 
and this is all due to set point theory. And so set point theory <clears throat> is the weight that our body naturally likes to live at. Dr. Lindo Bacon, who's one of the voices behind Health at Every Size, talks about this idea of set point theory as a fat thermostat. Like any thermostat, this one can be set at whatever point is most comfortable. The system then works tirelessly to do anything it can to bring your body into alignment with that point. That's a direct quote from Dr. Bacon. Dr. Bacon goes on to say, this system only works if we let it. However, if we keep jiggling with the thermostat via diets, restriction, etc., that mechanism will break down. So basically, our body knows exactly what to do to keep our weight regulated, but when we try these other mechanisms, it sends it completely out of whack. And an important thing to note with set point theory is also that may mean that your weight looks different than you want it to. It may be different than your doctor wants it to. Even society probably tells you your body should look different. But it does way more harm than good to try and fight it. Another analogy that can be really helpful is to think about a beach ball. And imagine you're in a pool and you're holding this beach ball and you're holding it underwater. And this is a beach ball full of air. You're holding it underwater. Obviously, you're having to push really hard to keep that beach ball underwater because the beach ball is not meant to be underwater. It's meant to be floating on the surface, doing its little thing. And so then eventually, when we let go of that beach ball, it's going to go flying into the air and then it'll settle back where it wanted to be and do its thing. So that's very similar to our set point theory is pushing that beach ball underwater is like what we're doing when we're on diets where we're trying to take control of our weight, push it down, push it down, push it down, do what we can and getting it to a point where it's not meant to settle. And so then eventually it backfires and we have to do the work of letting go of diets so that it can settle on the surface where it needs to. So let's talk about that. Let's talk about how weight is regulated. So genetics play a big role in our weight. Our hormones can play a role in our weight. And basically our body has a feedback system where our brain, our fat cells, our hormones, our digestive system all communicate. We're hungry we're full, how much fat we need to store, what we need to get rid of. Basically, the system works to keep our body at homeostasis or at just the steady baseline equilibrium state. And like I mentioned, this feedback system involves our hormones. It also involves enzymes and other chemicals that are released and communicate to our brain what we need to do to keep that homeostatic state. And so when we undereat, we're slowing down our metabolism because our metabolism is having to hold on to that food as long as it can to prevent us from losing weight. Because again, since we all have this set point weight, our body knows that's where it feels safe. That's good. And if we're undereating, we're trying to go against what our body needs. 
and eventually our body's not going to be able to keep up with keeping ourself regulated. So then the system fails. While we all have this feedback system to keep us at this homeostasis, set point weight also looks different for every single person. And so set point weight isn't something that we calculate. It's not something that's just based on, okay, you're a 30-year-old female, this is what your set weight is. No, it, it has so many other things that factor into it. Our age is one thing. Genetics, sleep, stress, our activity levels, life events are all things that can impact our set point. It's also not a specific weight. So it's not just one number. It's generally about a 10 to 20 pound range that fluctuates. So like I mentioned earlier, where, okay, there may be around a number or so where your body naturally settles, but then it's normal for it to fluctuate 10 or so pounds on either side of that. And our body loves to live in that range. But when we're restricting, our body's going to naturally increase that set point weight as a survival mechanism to protect us. While our body's smart, like I mentioned, it really can't differentiate between intentional restriction and starvation. So when we're restricting, it signals to our body and to our brain that something's going on, I think we're starving, we got to send in back up. Okay, so then when we let our body live at its set point weight, I know that can be so scary. Because again, that has to do with trusting your body and not trusting the diets. And also it might mean letting go of that goal weight. Because maybe in your head you have this number of, okay, if I can just reach X amount of pounds, everything will be great. All my problems will go away. But that also might be a weight that you can't easily live at without manipulation, controlling your food, dieting, extreme exercising. Because our, our set point weight is a weight where we can live, where our body is, again, at that homeostasis, where our body processes, vital signs, health indicators are healthy within normal limits. So then maybe you're hearing this and you're like, okay, well, how do I know if I'm at my set point weight? Well, like I mentioned, set point weight isn't something we can calculate, which I kind of like because a big thing I see with clients is when we can take the emphasis off of numbers, it provides so much freedom. And so set point weight, we can't calculate it, but in working to trust and listen to our body, there are some signs that we can tell to see if we're kind of within that set point range. So here's some questions for you to think on. And if you find yourself answering yes to any of these, this may be a sign that you're not at your set point weight. And it's also hard to fully say this because obviously this podcast is not a substitute for you meeting with a dietitian regularly if that's something that's needed. And so even if you, you know, answer yes to this and who knows, but this is a good, good thing to think on. So 
are you having difficulty recognizing hunger and fullness? Do you feel like, oh, I just never feel hungry? And then maybe do you find that there's also times where you're overwhelmingly hungry, where maybe you don't feel hungry until you're like hungry. You're like, I need to eat right now. I'm so hungry. Do you feel like you feel out of control around food or your thoughts consumed with food? Do you find yourself skipping meals and then overeating? Or that binge restrict cycle like we talk about? Do you feel like you use food as the sole coping mechanism when it comes to emotions and stressors? Do you feel like food is the only thing you feel that you can go to? Do you find that you feel guilt or shame around food? Do you feel fatigued, irritable, depressed? Do you have irregular periods? Those are all signs of restricting, dieting. And that being said, those could also be signs that you may not be at your set point weight. And so here are some tangible tips to help you start the journey towards making peace with food in your body. I want you to ensure that you're eating regular meals. This may look like eating three meals a day and then having multiple snacks throughout the day. I want you to practice mindful eating, which means eating slowly and checking in with yourself throughout the meal. How am I feeling? Am I enjoying what I'm eating? Do I notice any fullness? Do I still feel hungry and need to go back for more food? Is the food I'm choosing to eat satisfying? Those are all ways you can practice mindful eating. Another thing is working to take morality away from food, which is hard, but so, so freeing. So making sure there's no good or bad foods and working to challenge those thoughts when they arise. Okay, why do I think that french fries are bad? Where did I learn that? What would it look like to not think that? Prioritize your mental health. Doing the work to unpack the emotional aspect of dieting and weight loss. And finding positive ways to cope with emotions and stress. Which one of those is absolutely food. And then making sure you have other tools in your toolbox. Finding food and habits and movement that make you feel good. And that you actually enjoy doing. That don't put the focus on the size of your body. And another thing, like I mentioned a minute ago, working with a dietitian, specifically a dietitian who practices from an anti-diet, health at every size lens, and who's well-versed in intuitive eating, and if necessary, who's also well-versed in eating disorders. Because all of those things I just mentioned on that list are way easier said than done, and really aren't just a, okay, I'm going to stop giving food morality, on to the next thing. It takes time and it takes hard work and it takes challenging those different thoughts. But it also brings so much freedom and brings so much joy back to your life. So as always, if you're listening and you need additional support in your journey, please reach out. Our 
application for our discovery calls and to work with us is freemethodnutrition.com slash free call. And my DMs are always open as well. So you can head to dylanmurphy.rd on Instagram and shoot me a DM as well. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Food Freedom Podcast. If you're curious how you can support our podcast and help it reach more people like you, we would love if you would take a minute to rate and review the show. And be sure to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. We'll see you next episode. Thank you.